Okay, Bus Bench Babes, today Christy and I are having a conversation all about why it's so important to stay in touch with your past clients, how it's going to serve you, how it's going to improve your business, and how it's just, it's like all around a good feeling. So let's dive into some of our favorite topics. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. So Beth, how's it going? Uh, It's going awesome. We are like hashtag summer life. Summer is here. Do you want to know what I'm looking forward to most? I would love to know what you're looking forward to most. So this show is going to go live uh, the week that we are going away, Ryan and I, for the first time, like for a week (gasps) without Kaya on vacation. adult vacation. Over our anniversary. And I'm so excited. You know, vacation sex is the best sex. (laughs) Right? Really? Ryan's okay. editing this podcast, like rolling his <laughs> eyes. He's like right embarrassed. Now. He's like, why is she doing this? Uh, <laughs> he's nothing like us. Uh, yeah, so I'm so, so excited. That's so Ryan totally surprised you with this trip, which is like the best part. He's, he arranged yeah. childcare without you even knowing, right? Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And, but it's, it's perfect timing. It's, and you're going to where you got married. Yeah, we got married. We're staying at the same place we got married. We're so I love that. It's going to be great. And I'm nervous. I also know Kaya's just going to be um, so happy. She's going to be running your mom's household in one second flat. She'll miss us, but she will. It's gonna be, she's There's gonna this fancy so thing called fun. FaceTime. You can look at her and talk to her every single day. We can. Yeah. She's probably not going to have time for it. And you're flying first class. First we class are. international flights. Uh, woot, woot. Living your best first class Ryan's life, like, baby. We're flying on our anniversary. We're flying first Who cares? class. And first I'm like, class. Great. That's, I'm it's like, going to be what? awesome. What? Champagne <laughs> all day. <laughs> I know, right? So that's that's something that we're really looking forward to. I don't have anything fun like that on my calendar. So I will just be living vicariously through your pictures that you're probably not going to post because you're going to be like soaking it all in and not posting. Yeah. Damn you. <laughs> send me uh, pictures. I will. I'll send you pictures. It's going to be fantastic. So It's going to be awesome. I'm big, so jealous. Big things going on this week. Super big things. Yeah. For you. Yeah. So let, let's get back to the show. Let's do it. Speaking of big things, uh, we are going to chat all about why staying in touch with your past clients is so, so important. It's really shocking why, how and why so many real estate agents don't do this. Instead of staying in touch with people that they've already done deals with and people that already know, like, and trust them, they just go out and buy more online leads. Like, why do people do that? Okay. This is, you might be tuning in like, duh, of course you need to stay in touch with people. But 
are you really? And like, are you going through like the right right ways of staying in touch with people? And this just, I've said this before on the show, but this reminds me so much of photography and like building a business versus like just like, or building a brand, building a business versus just like serving a client once. And with weddings, it's a very one and done. I shouldn't say that. I have shot. Well, anyways, moving on. Normally. It's mostly a one and done. No judgment. I've been divorced myself. Um, It's mostly a one and done. And then you go, if you're just shooting weddings, that's it. And when you build like a lifestyle portrait business, that kind of thing in addition to, or, or, you know, you branch out into different areas, then you can actually like build and repeat clients and like serve them better. Or if you are just like shooting weddings, like just you know, staying in touch with their clients when their friends get married or like their yeah. siblings and that kind of thing. So I love to see when you morphed your photography business into more of a lifestyle business. And then you did boudoir photo shoots yeah. before the wedding. You did the awesome wedding and then they started having babies and then you're so, doing lifestyle shoots in their house. It was such a great way for you to just continue working with people for years. It's it's so great. And so it, it, back to real estate or just small business in general, it's really easy to just be like, okay, I did that and move on, but you're costing yourself so much money. And I really think the the most fulfilling part of this work or any creative work in general is the like building connections with people, right? Absolutely. So like that is really where and that's enjoyable and and so anyways, back back to real estate, but I just it's amazing how much crossover there is, I think. Oh, absolutely, because it's a it's a relationship business. Yes. It's a people you know, belly to belly interfacing business. They're all, so the skills that you would build in a photography business translates so well to helping me build my real estate business. It's the same exact thing. We're serving people during a really emotional Emotional. and really important time of their life. That is exactly the same as getting married and real estate. It's the same exact thing. It really is. And, And I always go back to like, who doesn't want to work with people they know and they like than just like trying to go find a random like lead? Absolutely. And, and we've talked about that again on the show for different marketing topics. But like that is, that's where it's at. And that's where you get that fulfillment from. Yeah, it's interesting how many agents are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You know, I'm going to call my past clients at some point And oh, yeah, you know, I reach out. And I'm like, well, when was the last time you talked to them? You're like, never. And like they've never heard from you or they bought a house a year ago or two years ago. And then all of a sudden their house pops back up on the market with another agent and you're so pissed off and you're like, you have no right to be pissed pissed. off. You didn't do the work. You didn't put in the work. They may have had it. And like the stats say like NAR, the National Association of Realtors, put out stats every year. And I'm learning this in my continuing ed. It was one of the um, one of the chapters and it's like most people like i think it's over 90 percent of people say that they had satisfaction in their real estate transaction with their real estate agent and it's shocking how many agents don't call or how many sellers don't or clients in general don't call that same agent back the next time they go to buy and sell mm-hmm. you're out and of sight like, out of mind yeah and that's thing. what they say they're like it's not that we had a bad transaction we just simply kind of forgot who they were and lost touch yeah, cutting, getting that that one-time paycheck and then like the one and done, it's such a waste of time, literally flushing money down the toilet. Like every, you know, now that we're all on social media, we're all, we're all there, right? And yes. we're running, you know, we're sending emails or postcards or however you're marketing. It costs money, you know, networking with people, it costs money. And you're literally flushing money down the toilet when you're just doing the one transaction with them and you're not building the relationship and, and growing your business that way. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. 
Well, and the other thing to think about is right now with the market shifting, it's not that it's shifting, it's already shifted. Um, We saw a shift back the end of June. And so we're in a new territory. This is a new market than what we were in in the first part of the year. And now more than ever, everyone is marketing to all of our clients. So it's not Mm -hmm. like you just have like one competition. Like everyone, I know just at my house, I get so many flyers from agents that have no idea that a real estate agent lives here all the we time. Get, I mean, we get, we so get, so I'm being marketed all to the all the time. Yeah. Mark is like kind of like, like the main contact on our house. He gets called all the time by real estate agents. Really? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, if I was going to sell my house, I'd probably work with my wife who sells real estate. <laughs> and I know you've gotten letters on your doorstep oh, so at your house. Videos. Like if you're thinking about selling, like Bob and Sue want to buy your house. I mean, it's, so if you're not staying in touch with your cl- past clients. Someone and is. you're not networking to your database, they absolutely are getting reached out to by 10 other agents. At, at least, right? Like that's what's happening. Yeah, you just really you just can't really assume that because someone worked with you once that it's a sure thing that they're going to work with you again. It just doesn't work that way. This and is I also- know this has happened to me, and it like hurts my feelings. It doesn't hurt my feelings as bad as it used to. And I'm like really, the only person I can get mad at is myself. I'm like, I just either didn't make a big enough impression. I didn't serve them as well as they wanted to be served. We didn't make as good of a connection as maybe I thought we made. But Take that information and learn from it, right? right. Where can you go and grow from there yep. is really what you need to be looking at. Getting upset with someone because they don't work with you again, is it's bananas. This, again, reminds me of real uh, photography. Just because I shoot your wedding, I don't assume I'm shooting your family indefinitely forever. Right. I'm working to, or was working to build that relationship. And like, and like God, you want to, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's I don't not, have a it's right not an to automatic. That. Yeah, I don't, yeah. it's not. I like the way you just said that. It's not a right. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't just automatically earn that right because you sold someone a house or that you shot their wedding. Even if you do way. a great job, it's, you, you don't own that. It's yeah. not, yeah. So really, really building and continuing to grow those relationships throughout is, is really the key to it. Well, and there's so many ways that you can do it authentically yes. and not feel like salesy and feel gross about it. There's so many people that just, there's a lot of people in life that are really natural sales pe- people and other people that that's not really their jam. And I would say like, that's where I fall into that category. I'm not super salesy. I don't like to be sold. I don't like that hard sale for Mm -hmm. myself personally. I like to be able to do research. I like to be able to kind of have my own methodology before I make a decision about what I'm going to purchase or who I'm going to work with. And I think a lot of other people like that too. And I'm like, that's why I don't like push myself on people. I'm like, you want to work with me? Great. If not, I'll introduce you to another real estate agent. Honestly, like finding the right people that you work well together, you're not going to have to do that. Right. So it's it's really finding that too. Right. One of the ways that I've loved growing my business is obviously through social media. It's such a fun, it's a creative way for me to share my personality, um, to make connections with people. And we recently had a client now client, but at the time a, a lady reached out to me and she said, I would like to sell my house and would love to meet with you. And I'm like, great. And so then when I met with her, I said, oh, how did you like, how did you meet me or find me? And she's like, I've been following you on social media for a while, but she was following me under like a business name. So mm-hmm. I didn't know who she was. 
Um, and I said, well, like, how did, how did you find me though? Cause she lives in the area, like just one town over. And she said that when she was growing her little business, she had hired a social media creative person to help her grow her business. And her, that person found me and she said, this gal seems like her message is very similar to yours. I think that you should start following her. So she's like, I've been following you ever since. Cool. And she's like, I follow your podcast. I follow you on social. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like the power of social media. Like that, that was it in a nutshell. The power of building a brand. Well, and I said, are you interviewing anyone else? She goes, well, I'm interviewing another team just for a formalities perspective. I think she was doing it to like make another friend happy or something. And literally like five minutes after she met with them, she's like, yeah, Beth, like, where do I sign? I want to work with your team. And I'm like, what? This is so awesome. That's awesome. I know. It's finding your people. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a great tool when we use it correctly. When it's used effectively, it's so awesome. And then you don't even have to sell. You want them to come to you and already be sold on you. Right. Right. You've already done And that was exactly how it worked. And I was like, this is it feels like it's like magic, but it's not because I put in the work and I mm-hmm. put in the work every day when I'm putting stuff out on social media. It's not that instant though, like that instant no. gratification. You're like building, building the brand, building the team, like, yeah. and you're building the relationship and then it, it pays off. Yeah. It just does. It's you, so yeah. awesome. I love it so much. Well, and so the other thing is send the damn email. I talked about this on a mastermind call that we had with our EXP group here locally in Minnesota yesterday. And I just said, you know, like we're kind of brainstorming like ways to stay in touch with clients and stay top of mind. And I said, I gave so much resistance to emails. I know you're like, Beth, we got to start doing emails. And I'm like, no, Christy, I'm not. I don't have the bandwidth for this. And then once we started doing emails, the very first one, when you pushed send, like you had it all prepped and ready to go. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so hard. I don't think I can write an email, one email a week. I can never write this. And now I'm like, this is like one of my favorite things to do from a creative standpoint. Literally the first one that went out within two hours, I had someone call me and say, hey, I took my house off the market because it wasn't selling and I want to hire you to sell my house. And I'm like, no effing way. It can't be yes. this easy. Yes. And I called Christy. I'm like, you wouldn't believe it. And she's like, yep, yep. I, that's how this I, works. Like, I mean, I talk about email as much as possible on this podcast and yeah. in life. It's just, it's where it's at. And it's the only thing you own, which you know, you you've drilled that in my head. But you can serve in such a neat way. It doesn't have to be like what, if you're thinking it has to be that, like how many agents are sending emails. It doesn't have to be no, that way. No, it doesn't have to be like be this. Different. This like stuffy one that your broker puts out that doesn't yeah. feel aligned with no. you or your real estate brand at all. That's what I was sending for years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, something's better than nothing. And I got a little bit of a response on them, but people weren't calling me saying, hey, come over with listing paperwork because I want to sell my house. I was not getting calls like that, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, email, just just do it. If you aren't already or if you're just kind of barely doing it or you're just sending those, I guess, like already structured emails, like start working on this. This would be something that staying in touch this way. And they can read our open rate is in incredible it's incredible and it has stayed consistent and actually grown it's gone up and so this is something that we've been doing since the the early yeah and i can the conversion it's incredible so just just do it just do it well and so this this our shameless plug this is 
we use what's called Flowdesk mm-hmm. because we love it because you can see the analytics on the back end, but they're beautiful emails. Yeah. So if you go and check out Flowdesk and you want uh, our discount code, reach out to us, like shoot us a DM yeah. and we'd be happy to share our discount code. And I think it gets you 50% off your subscription. Yeah, it's and a good it's, deal. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You are gonna actually thank us later. And it's easy. It's so easy to design them through them. It's really great. But honestly, whatever service you're using, just get those emails out. And remember, you're not always constantly selling. Yeah. Well, so one thing that I love doing is writing handwritten notes. I love that. And I get like, these from you. I love them. Yeah. Gift giving is sort of like my love language. So I love like sending like little surprises in the mail. I love sending gourmet brownies. I love sending cards for birthdays and babies and home anniversaries. And it's such an inexpensive way, but like the art of getting actual snail mail in the mail, it just, people love it. People are like, you're the only person that sends us handwritten notes anymore. And every time we see it on a card in the in the mail, we're so looking forward to it. We love it. Kaya's pumped. She's like, <laughs> yeah, Auntie Beth. Like, she's pumped. It's her, so fun. Her favorite one was the Easter. The Easter The one. Peeps one? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah, she really liked that one. I love it. So, well, yeah. and it's, it's very inexpensive, but I feel like the bang for the buck with them so every month I do like home anniversary cards and like there were a couple months I sort of fell off the wagon and I'm like, no, this is this is something that people come to expect from me. Mm-hmm. And it generates conversations. It generates people picking up the phone and saying, hey, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah, we just got your anniversary card. I can't believe we've been in our home for five years. You know, we're thinking about selling or buying a cabin. Let's have a conversation about that. And I'm like, well, that probably wouldn't have happened had I not dropped a card in the mail and reminded them that, holy cow, you've been in your home for five years. You also remind them to celebrate something that was really big and emotional and that's cool like it gives you a moment of pause even in your busy life like oh someone is also thinking about this too yeah this was a really big moment even if it was a couple years ago or whatever yeah it's super exciting i love it the other thing that we love doing (laughs) client events yeah oh last year was it was fun to finally be able to do some Yeah, I think we did three events last year and we are going to tweak and modify, but I think we're going to be doing like three events again this year. Our brewery event was such a blast. It was. was And we are going to do it again. Yeah. Can we get that pizza again? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, So we're going to do the brewery event and I'm excited about that. Yeah. But just like picking events that make sense for you and your clients, right? And actually like like thinking of them too, like when we think of our events, we actually think of like who, who are our client base? What will they like? Like not just serving us, right? Yeah. And last year, the variety was awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. And especially coming off of the pandemic and people just starting to like get out and about yeah. and being with people again in person. Um, it was so like what I needed. My soul like needed that. Mm-hmm. And it was such a fun way to reconnect with people. Which was your favorite one? Um, probably the brewery event. Was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was really the fun. The weather was really weird with our apple orchard event. It was still fun. It was still fun, but I'm like, I could have done without it was like rainy and then super muggy and yeah. my hair was like big and curly. Yeah. Um, but it was and- a family friendly event. So yeah. like think of what like your cl- who your clients are and, you know, do do a variety if you're able to to really serve them all or host them all in one place that works for all of them. And they don't need to cost a lot of money to be no, effective. They don't. And there's so many places where you can just really make it easy. 
like a brewery, right. like an apple orchard, right. or just so many other places. Well, okay, so this one feels like such a no-brainer, <sighs> and so many people are terrified to do it. Yep. Pick up the effing phone. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. It's literally free, and it's the best way to actually like get your point across, to be able to have a great conversation with people, to find out how they're doing, and it's not like, hey... Hi, this is Beth. Let's talk about real estate. No, it's like, hey, Christy, this is Beth. Oh my gosh, it's been such a while since we connected. I really miss seeing you guys. Like, how big is Kaya now? Oh my gosh, she started Montessori school? Holy crap. Well, that's a big change in your household. There's so many ways that you can connect with people. And I love the um, the Ford method. So call and ask about um, family occupation, recreation, and then their dreams. Mm -hmm. It's such a simple way that if you go through, and you can literally write Ford on a notepad, or you can write those four things down so you have a little cheat sheet when you're calling and talking to people. You can get a little crip notes by looking at their Facebook page to see that maybe they're, I don't know, I've got some summer vacation. But you don't even have to start talking about real estate. People want to talk about themselves. Yes. Yes. And so you start asking them about themselves. And then naturally, with like the law of reciprocity, they're naturally going to be like, oh, my gosh, how's real estate going? How is Mark doing? Oh, my gosh, how's your new kitty? And you've deepened your relationship with this person and you've gotten caught up. And then chances are they're going to circle back and ask you how real estate is. And even if they don't, then you can end with, hey, I was just thinking about you. I just want to make sure that, you know, like I'm your resource for all things real estate. Please reach out if any questions ever come up. I want to be that person for you. And click. You don't have to ask for a piece of business at all. No, no. It's so easy. And it's it's honestly, it's fun. Once you get the conversation, yeah. you can learn about people. And when they're the people you want to be working with, it feels good. The first conversations are scary. I'm not going to lie. I was totally adverse to talking on the phone because I honestly thought that like someone would say like maybe a past client and I don't know, maybe this was just like my defect, but I honestly thought people would be like, I, you know, like we have a problem with our whatever. We've had water in our basement a couple of times. And like, I just automatically thought that that was going to be something that I would be blamed for. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. That's that's like my own story. That's my own issues. Yeah. No one ever does that. Or you could be the resource to help them. Well, right. right? I've got a Rolodex <laughs> a mile long of awesome resources. Yeah. We had a home inspection. We saw what we could see. Like, I, how could I know that your house would get water in the basement? Like, we, we would. There's so many ways that we would have never predicted that. But like, I want to be a resource to help you solve this problem. So then, this isn't a problem when we go to sell your home the next isn't time. Isn't it interesting how our mind can play tricks on us like that? I know. It's yeah. your my mind is a really scary place to be sometimes. <laughs> scary, scary place. <laughs> so you're on social media by now, right? Yep. Like. And if you're not, you you are. Uh, like using it authentically to engage with them, to keep them, keep top of mind. So you don't have to be posting every day. I mean, great if you are, but just use it to like be authentic and like build a brand. And that way they actually see you, like engage with them. Yeah. Like actually go onto their social, like pay attention to what they're doing. Like that's really important. And and that is the way the world is going. It's Social media is going nowhere. I mean, it's just, going to evolve even more which we've talked about but really engaging with them on that digital platform is very important as well it's super important 
Um, another thing that you could be doing right now, especially as the market we're seeing like a new normal and a new shift is sending out home valuations or using a service to set all your clients up to receive a home valuation mm-hmm. every month. People want to know how much their home is worth. Yes. And especially uh, right like now. in a shifting market where people are kind of freaking out. If you can have a tool that will help them know what their home is worth, you're going to be providing valuable information. And that's what people want from you. Yes. I mean, who doesn't want to know what your house is worth right yep. now? Everyone yep. does. Yep. And yeah. it's a perfect way to just open that door to start a dialogue and for you to shine as the expert. Absolutely. Yeah. And get them off Zillow a little bit. Right? Because <laughs> you know everyone's Those freaking on there. estimates are wrong anyways. <laughs> Ours is pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah, you have a lot of homes changing hands in your neighborhood. Um, and your home had changed hands. Had, had the previous owner hadn't lived there a long time. Mm-hmm. So certain neighborhoods are super accurate and other ones, they're so far off and so out of whack. But you honestly don't know unless someone sent you a valuation. Yeah. So I've sent you valuations. So yes. now you have like a benchmark and then you have a good idea of where to go from there. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's such an, it's so easy. So these are all so easy. Yeah. Um, another thing is just to be available and really take into consideration, like, who are your VIPs? And by VIPs, we're talking about who are those clients that are literally your raving fans mm-hmm. and you're getting, you're getting leads. You're getting like, oh, I just, you know, I have one client. She's like, I passed your name to my cousin that just moved to town and they're a military family. And I shared your name at hockey the other day. And it's like, oh my gosh, like she's like literally my cheerleading PR club, like Jess, like she's incredible. And how much would I like pay someone to do that if I was hiring like a PR marketing company? What it would take, the work it would take to get to that point is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And the the resources. And I think the stat from um, last year from the National Association of Realtors was, I think the number was like 41% of people worked with a real estate agent that was recommended to them by a friend or family member. That makes complete It's sense. a great number, it but I think that number. number could be higher if we did a better job Yeah, yes. uh, as real estate agents of staying in touch and really like going deep with our clients. We had this is chasing after these leads when you're not actually following up with past clients. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make doesn't sense make at sense. all. And it's not sustainable. Yeah. Another thing I love doing is breaking bread with clients. I have clients that we have dinner parties regularly. I love getting coffee with clients. They're actual like friends, like getting together with them. And this is, again, where when you actually like build a brand and you are actually working with people that you like know, like and trust and they know, like and trust you like this is so word so cool because like getting together with them is like getting together with friends instead of like I have to go to this work thing. Yeah. It's the it's great. Yeah. And that's where you're always like top of mind for them. And someone else isn't going to just swoop in and grab them from you. You built such a strong foundation. Yeah. And a strong relationship. And it's fun how many clients are like, well, Mark better be coming to dinner. Or is Mark coming to happy hour? <laughs> you know, because like now they're all friends with Mark or I'll do a pop by. And I, I was dropping off pies one year and one of oh. my clients, so I was inside, like just shooting the breeze with them. And I'm like, hey, I got a buzz. I'm like, Mark's in the car. And they're like, what? Why didn't he come in? I'm like, well, he's just the driver today. And so then they come out in the driveway and they're like, Mark, oh my gosh, we didn't know you were out here. And he's like, oh my God, he didn't know like he was going to be like center of attention. He's like, <laughs> 
seriously he was loving it no he He was loving it he was was acting like he was annoyed but he was absolutely (laughs) loving it and i'm like yeah they were they're like why didn't mark come in so it's it's super funny send mark up yeah but this is it's just so cool to when you operate a brand that's really in alignment with you and is really authentic then this this is where that magic happens yeah it's incredible um if you're running a team you know like we we have a team here the bpr experience and all of our team members do the same thing yes Yes, and they need to be doing the same thing. So this is something that needs to be like a requirement. Like we all need to be doing this. Everyone on the team, the team, like everyone needs to be doing this. Yeah. Another one that's so easy, but a lot of people don't take the time to do it because it does require a little bit of work is taking your database and dividing people into like A, B, and C. Like who are those clients that are refer you all the time that are your raving fans? Like maybe you're going to put them in the bucket with like the A category of your, those are like your true like VIP past clients. And B clients are maybe ones that you stay really engaged with on social media. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not sending you as many referrals, but you're still not going to, Maybe you're not going to do quite as many touches as them as you would with the B category or the A category, but they still shouldn't be left out. And then maybe those C category clients or past clients that the transaction was great, the deal was great, they love their house, and maybe they're just not super engaged on social media, but you're just not going to let them go by the wayside either. You're just going to have different marketing campaigns for all three of these buckets. Exactly. And really paying attention to how quickly a B or a C can become an A, right? It can happen very quickly if you're serving them correctly. And that's what you really want to happen. So, yeah. Well, so what's the moral of the story here? Stay in touch with your clients. Like use summer to to make it even more fun, right? Do the event, go meet up with them, like reach out to them, let them know you're thinking of them. Before we know it, it's going to be fall and holiday. And if you're waiting till that point, it's you need to be checking in now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. That is the moral of the story. Yeah. So let us know if you have any unique ways that you're doing this or creative ways that you figured out. Or if you're hosting an event locally, hit us up. We'd love to to come check it out. Yeah. And yeah, what's really working well for you? We're always looking for more tips and tricks and, you know, how we, we can improve our, like how we're communicating with our clients too. And These wait. are just some of the ways that we're really good at. But like, wh- what do you do that's different from this list that we need to know about? And raising the bar for realtors in general, which is really what we're trying to do here. Serving at a different level than has, like I know a lot of us are serving at a really good level, but really making sure that we're doing that and build a community where, you know, our clients can really trust us and they want to hang out with us. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. We are um, heading off for vacation soon. Yay, yay you. Yeah, we're so excited. So enjoy the summer, uh, enjoy your clients, and until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.